Why are we doing this? We're doing it to make you happy. But we're also doing this to support the great and unbelievable entertainers that I've been able to work with for the last 30 years. No crowds, no income. Guess what that means? We need a little bit of your help. Okay, everybody? Click a little bit, donate a little bit, laugh a little bit. Click a little bit, donate a little bit, laugh a little bit. We're also doing this for probably the most incredible human beings I have ever worked with in my life, the staff of this club. The people who come out while you're having fun, they're working. So all of these proceeds are going to go to help those two parties. And without that out of the way, how about we get this party started? Everybody at home, put your hands together. I want to hear you in this room. Are you ready to get this party started? All right. Well, enough of my yapping. There's no reason to listen to a middle-aged man doing a carrot top ripoff act. Let's get the party started. Ladies and gentlemen, bring me to the stage an incredible comedian, but I'm much more proud to say he's an incredible man and an incredible friend. Please, everybody at home, put them together for Jason Allen King. More for me. Oh my God, this is. Hang on, hang on. There we go. Hello, everybody. Hello, world. Hello, friends. Hello, hi. It's nice to see you guys. Uh, you guys thought uh, comics were broke before. <laughs> this is, is getting bad. It's getting bad out there. Uh, give it up one more time for half uh, amazing guy putting this together. He's a fantastic human being. I don't care what everybody says about him behind his back. It's fine. He's a great dude. Uh, I love him. He's doing a great thing here, trying to take care of the people, uh, you know, all across the country. He's got clubs all over the place. And, you know, people need money now, so he's doing a great thing. So here we are. Um, I'm kind of, uh, this has been an interesting thing, right? My parents have leaned into the quarantine thing. Um, they don't even take my calls anymore. They, they're real scared, apparently. The only thing they had me do, they had me run into the store for them. And, like, on all their shopping lists is, like, Yingling, Coors Light, Jameson. I'm their bar back now. That's what happened. They're really taking advantage of this. My gosh. Uh, if you guys don't know, a lot of few people in the world don't know who I am. Um, Jason Allen King. I'm kind of a nerdy guy. Um, I identify with nerds, you know, with the Star Wars and video games and virginity. Just all that... All that nerdy crap. Like, as a kid, I played so much Oregon Trail, I actually got dysentery, okay? I'm dedicated, that's what I'm saying. I also wear glasses, so I'm smart. I'm going to drop some knowledge on you guys. I don't know if, you, uh, fellas, if you don't know, don't know if you know this, but only one of your testicles produces sperm. That's right. And I think, <laughs> I think that's the Powerball. That's right. But ladies, you play that Powerball, you're going to win millions every time, okay? All right, don't... Think too hard about that. I'm just not a, I'm not a super macho guy. I've just never, you know, when I was younger, I was a little feisty French dictator, but I'm not that guy anymore, you know? Like, I'm barely man of the house, and I live alone. That's what I'm, it's bad. It's real bad, guys. I'm not an alpha male. That's true. I'm not. I'm not that alpha male, like, leader of the pack alpha male. I'm, I'm more of an alfalfa male, actually. That's more my speed. 
I hate the term alpha male, honestly. Let's use a term we all want to use to describe them, right? Douchebags, <laughs> dickheads. But if they're close by, I call them sir. <laughs> the ladies laugh and you love your alpha males. I get it. Alpha males, they're normally tall and handsome and smart. You know, even if they are confused by the meaning of no, you still love them, though. You Think of those famous alpha males we all know, right? Like Tom Brady, or uh, the professor from Gilligan's Island, or Hillary Clinton. Just saying, if they were here, I'd call them all sir. That's all I'm saying. She's not going to see this, I don't think. That's fine. I don't let this stuff define me, though, you know, that I'm a nerd and I'm not an alpha male. I don't. I'm, I'm still a confident person. You know, I'm not afraid to say that I love things like flowers. You know, I do. I love flowers. They remind me of hippie chicks. Like, they're natural and beautiful, and the closer you get to them, the more they smell. And they're all a little dirty, right? And you'll get sick if you eat them. I'll wait for that. That's fine. That's good. I love it. I hope everyone's having the sex out there, right? We're going to have that, the nine-month boom. That's great. I bring up sex because recently uh, two different friends of mine had to take the Plan B pill because their condoms broke. Oh, Boise, Idaho, right? Like, I didn't even know that was a thing. I've never even made a condom nervous. <laughs> See, condoms fit me like 90s jeans, okay? Rolled at the bottom and then really baggy, you know? <laughs> if I broke a condom, I'd be telling everybody about that shit. That would not be a secret, okay? <laughs> Everybody would know. I'd be putting it all over Facebook. I broke another condom today. <laughs> right? My mom would like it for some weird reason. She's proud of all my accomplishments, you know. Be tweeting about it. You know, hashtag condoms can't stop me. I'm coming. <laughs> right? Hashtag need plan B again. Hashtag killing it. <laughs> right, that's... But speaking of uh, broken condoms, I've got three older brothers. Now, now my brothers... My brothers are six foot, six foot, and six four. Those greedy bastards. Are you kidding me? I blame them for this adorable situation. It's like my parents had nothing left when I came around, all right? Just me and a handful of sperm limping through the uterus, you know? We're just like, a couple of them are spinning in circles. One had a helmet on. I was like, oh my God, I think I'm going to win. I think I got this, you know? Nine months later, I walked right out, dusted myself off. Look at me. I'm the winner. I won. I did it, guys. I'm awesome. It's a small baby joke, not a big vagina joke. My mom's fine. My dad still loves her. It's good. It's terrible. I, uh, I'm from a small town. Um, love a small, my town is so small that uh, uh, they just got Uber. That's right. Yeah, that's a little backwards up there. It's crazy. I don't know if you guys know about this. There's a new thing on Uber. It's called uh, Quiet Trip. Uh, it's basically when you call your Uber, there's a button you can hit that tells the driver that you don't want to have a conversation and that you're an asshole. Like, really? That, you don't want to have a conversation? If that's who you are as a person, stay home. Mix your medication, sleep on your back. We don't need you around, okay? <laughs> Screwing up Yelp. That's right. I love, I love a small town. I love growing up in a small town. To me, small towns are all kind of the same, right? You usually get three options. You could uh, play sports, get into underage drinking, or meth. That's pretty much it. Like, I'm fat, and these are my teeth, so you know which way I went. I'm a thirsty guy. I'm a drinker, right? I love it. Love it. Small towns are getting beat up by this opioid crisis right now. Um, it's real bad. When I first heard about opioids, I didn't know what they were talking about. I was like, how do you play that? Xbox, PlayStation, how do I do that? They're like painkillers, dumb dumb. It's so bad that uh, 
people broke into my grandmother's house. She lives in uh, West Virginia. She's 99 years old. People broke into her house while she was sleeping at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> and the only thing they stole were pills from her medicine cabinet. You believe that? They could have made off with anything. Some doilies, a nice afghan. Like, <laughs> she just baked a pie. Like, these are junkies is what I'm telling you. They also uh, have a meth problem in that town. They stole my grandmother's dentures. It's heartbreaking that these people are running around this town with my grandmother's smile. It's unbelievable. Love working in a small town. I worked in a small town recently. I couldn't even tell you. It was in South Carolina. I couldn't tell you the name. The only way I knew it was a small town was because there was a Walmart there. And uh, it was so depressing. All the businesses were gone and windows were broken. It's the kind of place that, like, a serial killer is from, and it ruined the industry there, you know? They were like, yeah, we used to have a lawnmower factory. Then Jimmy ate all them people, so they left. It's like, what? What is going on here? It's ridiculous. Every time I see a beautiful woman in a small town, I'm like, what's she still doing here? Like, she'll be fine out there. It's like, she can leave. I assume she's there against her will. She probably has kids, you know? Kids? No. All right. Kids are the worst. I make jokes like that, and people think I don't like kids. And that's mostly accurate. That's pretty much it. That's fine. Kids are fine. I just don't, I don't have kids of my own. We don't hang out in the same places anymore. Like, you're not going to catch me at a Chuck E. Cheese, right? It's like, yeah, technically I'm allowed in the ball pit. I just don't want to be the only one in there drinking. That's all I'm saying, right? Kids are fine. Kids are fine. You're picking on kids a little. I wouldn't want to be a kid today. Wouldn't want to do it. Like, too many, too many things going on, you know? Too many influences on kids. Growing up, all we had were cartoons. It's the only thing we had to influence us, you know? My favorite cartoon was uh, Tom and Jerry. Tom and Jerry's the best cartoon. I don't care what anybody says. It's, it's, it's awesome. And I was watching it the other day, and I was reminded of how violent that cartoon is. It's creepy violent, man. People are worried about violence in movies. Tom and Jerry pretend to be friends half the time, and then they beat the shit out of each other. That's how I know they're both female. <laughs> You're not laughing at that joke, ladies. You're part of the problem, so knock that off. That's all I'm saying. Got them, fellas. Okay, that's bad. Picking on kids. Uh, um, I, have, uh, I have amazing parents. Uh, my folks are, are around and awesome, and, and uh, I love them. They're really the best. My mom said she was put on this earth to be a mom. Isn't that adorable? I mean, I feel bad for her, but that's an amazing statement, you know. And, and even though she was that good, there was still a learning curve. See, my mom didn't do drugs growing up, so she didn't know any of the signs, so that was awesome. Great growing up, watching her. Oh, my God, this happened one time. My mom was on the phone. Totally true. This 100% happened. She was on the phone. She hangs up, and she walks in the living room. She goes, that was the high school that called. Your brother got caught with a bowl. And in the sweetest way possible said, what's he doing with a cereal bowl in school? <laughs> I was like, I think he's got the munchies, Mom. I think that's what it is. She still didn't get it. I was like, he's going to get away with this shit. I can't believe that's happening. It's amazing. Another time, 100% true, I'm sitting on the couch. My mom walks in holding a bag of weed. I'm just like, oh, so this is how it's going to end. Got it. She walks in. She puts it on me. She goes, uh, what's this? I was like, well, that's a bag of weed that's not mine. She said, are you sure that's pot? I said, yeah. She goes, well, smell it. <laughs> I was like, mom, I can smell weed from the driveway. I didn't know what it was doing in the house, you know? <laughs> she said, get rid of it. I said, you will never see this weed ever again. God damn it. The weekend my mom got me blasted. I told you, she's an amazing woman. <laughs> we got spanks growing up. They, they spanked us. Now I'm the youngest of five mistakes, so they had, they had their hands full, um, and they spanked us, and now we're stuck being good people. <laughs> they didn't spank us a lot, because that shit works. You know? They had a unique style of disappointing us. See, my folks, they both played the bad cop. 
I don't think they knew how that was supposed to go, right? Like if I got in trouble, my mom be like, hey, little man, go to your room. Wait for your father to get home because I want him to watch this. It's like, it's like what did she just say? What is that? <laughs> it's amazing. She's great. She wouldn't haul off and just hit you, though. You know, you had to work your way up to it. See, my mom, she would yell at you first and give you a verbal warning. My mom's favorite verbal warning is, boy, you got too many teeth. That is some gangster-level threat right there. That is amazing. That's going to be in a rap song at some point. It's amazing. Next thing, she would throw stuff at us. Like, nothing heavy, just like scissors and forks and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> Knives. You know. Eventually, she'd knock you out. She's an amazing lady. I love my folks. I find it fascinating that we get all of our traits and characteristics from our parents. I think that's amazing. You know? But I do think it sucks that we didn't get to pick which traits we got. You know, Because I wouldn't have picked this hairline. That's not the one I wanted. You saw my dad? My dad is bald, but he has so much hair coming out of his ears and his eyebrows. <laughs> he looks like a Pixar villain, that guy. <laughs> like, if that's what I have to look forward to, I'm going to stop wearing my seatbelt. <laughs> I don't need that future. No, thank you. I got my mom's personality, which is awesome. She's an amazing woman, I told you. I love her so much. But it came with this dainty little move that I do all the time. I have no control over this. Whatsoever. This is involuntary. I call it clutching my pearls. <laughs> <laughs> You're watching YouTube like, is that a cat playing the piano? Oh, my God. <laughs> like, that's never turned anybody on, huh, ladies? Nothing sexy about a grown man who looks appalled. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like, no grandkids? It's partly your fault, Mom. You're going to own that shit. Uh, that's great. They're cool people. I'm going to get out of here in just a minute. I, uh, man, I'm from uh, Pennsylvania. Uh, I know Pennsylvania's getting hit real hard, so love you guys in Pennsylvania. Uh, I was born in Pittsburgh, raised in the Northeast, and uh, they love two things in Pennsylvania. Y'all can back me up. They love drinking and they love hunting. That's pretty much it. We actually got off of school for the first day of hunting season. Every year would wait to find out who shot a buck and who shot their uncle, you know? It's fantastic. Now, I was born in Pittsburgh, so I didn't hunt. My family just didn't grow up hunting, so... All my buddies did, so I used to go over to their house and tease them about it, you know? I'd be like, why do you guys have dead deer heads on the walls of your cave? And my one friend said out loud, he's like, those are trophies of my manhood. And I was like, ew. <laughs> That's no more a trophy of your manhood than getting a lap dance at a strip club, right? Like, all you got to do is show up, be quiet, and don't shoot too early. <laughs> it's crazy. But I live in Charlotte now. I love Charlotte. Charlotte. Charlotte's my favorite city. Charlotte is absolutely my favorite. It's not the best city. Charlotte's my favorite city. People get those things mixed up, right? What's, your, what's the best and what's your favorite? You know, like Michael Jordan is the best. My favorite's Air Bud. That's, that's all. You know, like being skinny is the best. My favorite's getting fat. I love, I love that. That's my, I'm assuming being tall is the best, but my favorite is watching you tall people bump your heads on shit. That's awesome. <laughs> Nothing like a dented, big, stupid head. That's what I like to see. Anyway, I live in the South, and, and uh, half my family are Southerners. I love the South, love the people, love the culture. It's fantastic. Uh, some things I don't get, though, being a Northerner coming down here. I don't get the Southern accent. Um, I, <laughs> I don't. I don't get it. Like, you guys have all seen this. You have one family, and they'll have two sons. One son has an accent, and the other son sounds smart. Hang on a second, because I can't distinguish between the accents of uh, gay men and uh, angry southern men. And i got to be careful where I tell that joke. <laughs> Live on Facebook was probably a mistake, I would think. 
So those good old boys hate that. They hate it so much. They're looking at me like, hey, little feller, you better watch yourself. You're fixing to get your ass licked. Send a mixed signal, Jim Bob. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. I pick different words, man. <laughs> so good. Get out of here in this last thought. I, uh, I like talking about my family but how, how, and how things are changing right now. Do you guys know they changed the ABC song? You guys know that's a real thing? You know the ABCs? They changed the song. Like some of you look nervous. They, they changed the melody, not the lyrics, okay? <laughs> they said... <laughs> They said the LMNOP part was tripping people up. <laughs> Who? <laughs> Who's tripping up? The toddler or the parents who didn't vaccinate him? <laughs> that shit's relevant. That's what I'm saying. But I'll get out of here on this last side. I said I talk about my family a lot. They're wonderful people. Um, we have two rules in my family. Uh, number one rule in our family is we don't talk about politics. We don't do it. I don't talk politics with anybody. To me, politics is like porn. You know? If people find out what you're into, you're going to lose some friends. <laughs> Even when it's good, it's still pretty gross, is what I'm saying. And our other rule is we have to get together, no matter what, our family's all over the place. We have to get together every year, uh, and uh, that's going to mean more this year than most other years, I have to be honest. And we like to go to the beach, and we'll go to, like, uh, Virginia Beach or Wrightsville Beach. I don't know why I'm trying to impress everyone. We go to Myrtle Beach. That's where we go, <laughs> goddammit. We go to Myrtle. Love Myrtle. This past year, we did one of those escape rooms. Uh, if you guys know it, escape rooms are fantastic. You, if they're in your town, you got to do them. Uh, basically, they lock you in a room, and you have to solve trivia questions and solve puzzles to get out. And my family's still in there. <laughs> guys, that is, that's my time. Uh, thanks, everybody, for, for tuning in. And, and I do want to do reiterate the message that uh, why we're doing this and taking care of... Uh, there's so many people who, who bartenders, waitstaff, performers, entertainers of all different walks of life. Uh, yeah, let's keep doing this. Keep showing up. Keep donating. Go fund me. Do all that stuff that we need to do. Help everybody out. It's not for me. It's for them. And uh, anyway, thanks for your time, everybody. And it's exciting for me. I get to introduce our next performer. Is everybody ready for more show? Yeah. Facebook, you ready for more show? Excellent. Your next performer is a very, very funny man. He's from right here in Charlotte, and, and I, love, I love working with him. It's, it's, you only get better when you work with the best, and I've had the pleasure of working with him quite a few times. So put your hands together right now, everybody, for Comedian Burpee! Yeah. What's up? All right, okay, all right. Y'all think it's a game out here. <laughs> it's real. The Rona is real. <laughs> the Rona, you know black people always get something a nickname. The Rona. It's real. I ain't touching nothing. I didn't want to touch this water bottle, but I got a drink. I'm just glad I'm out the house. I'm glad, like y'all understand. I'm here, I'm here for a great cause. I'm here, number one, because I have a family. That's the main reason I'm here. Oh, Y'all don't care? Okay, cool. No, no, okay. By, by meaning I have a family, like I have three daughters and a wife. I got my ass out the house. That's why I came here. <laughs> I'm not doing this to support them. Oh, no. 
That's stupid. <laughs> oh my God, that's so stupid. I'm going to tell some jokes in a minute. Calm down. It's coronavirus. I, man, listen. I don't know where, like, I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> ah, all right. Good people. I'm here, man. I, I got my gloves ready. I'm not touching nothing. You got a social distance from, this is too much. Why do we have to do this? I don't want to, I hate it here. <laughs> this is so stupid. <laughs> You ever heard a black girl say that before? <laughs> she say that at everything. Oh my God, this is so stupid when she can't figure it out. <laughs> you ever seen a black girl trying to work the little price thing at Walmart? <laughs> and it don't click. Oh my God, this is so stupid. <laughs> I love my black women. I love my black women, man. I'm raising three black girls, three black daughters. Whew. Ages 13, 11, and 8. And the two oldest ones have started their cycle. Oh. Oh. <laughs> they, started, they started while I was the only parent at the house. Do you know how scary? <laughs> Do you know how scary that is? That is horrifying. Look, I called 911. I ain't lying. I see it. <laughs> My baby said, Daddy, I'm bleeding. Oh, shit. What's wrong? What happened? Did you fall off something? I ain't know what's going on. <laughs> now, but see, now they, my wife, my two oldest babies, they all sync together. Because they say that's what happens when you see women. Am I lying? That, that's what happens. Mine sink then, too. <laughs> They come to me and say, Daddy, oh, my stomach hurt. Mine do too, baby. <laughs> we need some chocolate. That's what we need. <laughs> That's the only time. It's only one time every 28 days I watch Lifetime, ever. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that was funny. I don't care what y'all say. That was funny to me. I normally grab the shit out of this microphone when I'm performing. Not today. <laughs> All right, let me tell some jokes. Everybody settle down. <laughs> Damn, Corona. Oh, you hear the corniest Corona jokes now. Ugh. That's why I drink Heineken. Shut up. I hate that corn. Like, don't be corny. Just don't be corny. It's, uh, people put grenadine. That's how they got the coronavirus. Shut up. <laughs> but if you do put grenadine in your drinks, you are a bitch. I don't care what nobody say. Settle down. Let me tell some jokes. I'm glad. I'm a family man. Shout out to all the families out here. We supporting families by doing this, man. It's, it's hard. Like, it's hard. People are upset. You can't find toilet paper nowhere. You can't find bread. But you can find all the soap in the damn store. Who not washing their ass but fat as shit? Somebody not watch. Somebody is funk as hell <laughs> in their house right now. 
because they ain't doing nothing but wiping their ass and not washing. Who is doing that? <laughs> I live with all women. Toilet paper been gone in my house. That ain't nothing new. <laughs> Settle down. Let me tell some jokes. All right. Oh. I love this. Oh, I love being a comedian. Love being a comic. It's advantages and disadvantages of being a comedian, though. One of the advantages of being a comedian is nobody takes what I say serious. Nobody. I can get up here and say something dumb, get a couple laughs, I'm good. But one of the disadvantages of being a comedian is nobody takes a word that I say serious. And I noticed this when I was texting my old lady. Of all people, of all people, my old lady, me and her going back and forth, we, okay, we were sexting each other. We was talking nasty. Well, I was. So I took a picture. I didn't mean to look at you, sir, when I did that. I was, <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> I sent her a dick pic. And in the message, I say, what you going to do with all this? You know, she had the nerve to reply back to me in all caps, LOL, bitch. Catch up, catch up, <laughs> catch up. <laughs> settle down, settle down. Let me tell the jokes. <laughs> oh, this is fun for me. Y'all understand. This is the new vacation. Me being away from my house. <laughs> it's not a lot of people. I'm social distancing. <laughs> The funniest thing, the funniest thing about this whole situation is the old people. Have you talked to old people during this whole situation, this whole corona thing? Boy, they, you can't tell them. They ain't doing nothing. First of all, you can't take ginger ale for this shit. This ain't going to happen. <laughs> I called my grandma at the nursing home. She said, God got me covered from the Rona. I said, bullshit. No, it don't. <laughs> I said, you keep letting Mabel come in your damn room, you go ahead and corona. <laughs> Settle down. Let me tell some jokes. Huh, I'm not gonna be up here too long, man. You know, I work radio. We still gotta like certain people still have to go to work. Like I have to go to work. I do morning radio out here. I have to go. And we normally give away prizes, but we're not giving away anything because people can't come to the office. We even got some people working from home. I was driving the other day, and the cops got behind me. You know that feeling when the cops get behind you, your whole, <laughs> my whole butthole just got tight. I was like, ooh. <laughs> you something, I don't know. It's something about that, woo-woo, and something do that. <laughs> and I'm still scared of cops. You got cops and corona right now? I'm in a deathless situation. <laughs> he came up to the window and said, do you know what I pulled you over for? I said, uh, no, Ossifer, I do not. <laughs> I, first of all, before he got to the window, I got completely naked. You ain't saying I reached for shit. <laughs> I put my wallet in my lap right here. I said, you get it. I'm not touching shit. 
<laughs> he let me go with a warning. All right, gang. I think that's about my time. I didn't want to come up here and do much. I just wanted to show support, man. First of all, for everybody that works here, this is my home. The Comedy Zone is my home. This is where I started comedy. This is where my career started. So this is why we're doing this. This is for support, man. This is for everybody that works here. Like, y'all understand how hard people are affected by this. Like, if you, if y'all are paying attention, if y'all know anything about the industry, then you know that these people are affected. Everybody's affected. Not just here, but especially here, man. And I wanted to show my support to everyone here. Make sure y'all donate. It's for a great cause. Donate to these families. These people got to take care of their families, man. I know y'all come here, and y'all don't want to tip sometimes, but this is your tip. This is when you tip. You make up for that tip that your ass missed. <laughs> two years ago <laughs> by donating now. Gratuity is tip. Put it in the damn. <laughs> this man was like, who graduated? Stupid, it's the tip. <laughs> but make sure y'all donate, man. Um, I, I love everybody here. I love everybody. I love the Comedy Zone. I'll do anything for them. I love y'all. This is my home. Rest in peace to Clint Noah, great friend of mine, man. I love y'all. That's my time. All right. Are y'all ready for your next comedian? Come on, y'all can do better than that. Are y'all ready for your next comedian? Coming to the stage, man. He lives here in the Charlotte area, but he is from OH. Give it up for Mr. Todd Raleigh. Oh, yes. Thank you so much. Keep it going for Burpee and Jason, please. Yeah. Good stuff. I like how Burpee's wearing gloves, but he's still got that stripper glitter on his shirt. That's nice. Like, you're... <laughs> Who are you fooling? Like, I, I got the hoodie, but he's got the glitter. It's fine. All right. First off, thanks for not being here, I guess. That's, that's where we're at now. It's very important to not be here. How are we, how are we not good at doing nothing? That's what I don't understand. Like, when this thing whole started, it was just like, take three weeks off a month, everything would be fine. I'm like, that's kind of, that's sketchy. So I'm just supposed to do nothing? Like, I'm going to cancel spring break? That's not going to happen. Let's go to Florida. Let's go to Florida and get HPV and coronavirus at the same time. They both hide their symptoms. It's weird, dude. It is weird, though. I'm not good. There's some good stuff about it, the social distancing thing. Like, I'm glad about the six-foot rule. Like, I liked it. I didn't know I liked it until I was in public, and I saw someone from my past that usually hugs me, and she couldn't. I was like, this is kind of nice. Because <laughs> I was never a big hugger to begin with, but people do that, and they're into it. Like, I remember my, one of my exes found out I'm not a good hugger. She sent me this article. Like, the average person needs four hugs a day for survival. <laughs> for survival? <laughs> There's a dude that survived three days in the Pacific Ocean. You're telling me when they found him, like, hey, dude, you need some food, some water? He's like, no, bro, bring it in. Let's do this. Bring it in. I'm trying to snuggle with his swordfish for three days, but it's not working. I need hugs. Thanks for burping. There's five people here. <laughs> I'm getting heckled by the pizza in the back. We're, we're not good at this. We're sharing pizza right now in here. This not, we're not doing a very good job. <laughs> no, but nobody is good at this. Why aren't we good? Just sit at home. Maybe we'll be okay. It's weird. I don't, 
like the people right now that are also like acting like nothing has changed, like nothing's different at all in the world, like it's just a normal, normal thing. Like I, I was gonna get an oil change last week because I was out in public, needed to get it done. I called the place that called the oil. I was like, "You guys open?" And the guy's like, "Yeah, we're open on Saturdays." I was like, "We both know that's not what I meant, right?" <laughs> like this isn't a normal time to have that. Like you know, there's other stuff going on in the world. That's not the reason I'm calling. That's gonna be weird. Like during the apocalypse, there's tanks and wars and, and war zone and stuffs going off, but restaurants still have happy hour prices. Like it's coming for happy hour. It's not happy hour. This is the apocalypse. This isn't fun. Well, for some of us, it is. I guess I don't know. It's weird. It's just different, man. I'm already having a hard time adjusting to what we have going on in general anyway. Like, I'm already done with technology, I guess. Like, I don't know if you guys have had your breaking. Like, this is all too much for me right now. Like, I don't know who's actually watching this, which is weird. But, like, I'm, I was in the hotel, like, a month ago or whatever. I walked into the vending machine, and the vending machine didn't take cash. So I just looked like a caveman. I was like, uh, uh, uh. Like, I, like, I didn't know what to do. Like, I guess I'm about done. I know pay phones are gone, but he's still his quarters for snacks, you savages. What are we going to do in like 10 to 15 years? I have to walk up to the vending machine and do an eye retina scan to get a snack. It's like, well, your sugar's a little bit high. Are you sure that you want this? We ran your credit report. We're not sure you can afford this Snickers. That is, why am I getting yelled at by machines and appliances? Like, I won't hit a woman, but I will, I will beat up a robot. I will mess. I wanted to swear really bad right there, but I don't know if this is PBS. I don't really know what's going on. I'm out of my element. I don't even think I'm on here. Is there something else playing right now? It looks like Grammar Nazis is on the screen. I shouldn't have looked over at that. It does. It says that. I'm like, this is weird. Is it, I'm, I'm going to be the one comic that comes up here and like, has technical problems and just talks for 15 minutes, and I was never here. That's all that's going to happen. I thought Todd was supposed to be on the show, and now he's, he's scared. It is nice to have other people on edge for once. Like, I've realized that. Everybody's different and worried now. I was like, dude, that's where I've been my whole life. Like, we're on the same playing field now. I've always been nervous and scared about the future and stuff. And now everybody is. It's easier a conversation, I guess. But it's difficult. It's weird. I don't know. It's, it's overwhelming it now. Like, it's just for a different time for me. I'm trying to adjust everything we have going on. But I think we do give out too much information. Like, sometimes I feel dumber for the information they gave me. Like, I walked in the like, gas station the other day, and they have the calories on the fountain drinks. I'm like, really? Is that surprising anyone? I'm not walking out there to get a drink like, wait a minute. There's 575 calories in a Fanta? Well, never mind. Where's the bottled water and protein bars in here? Can I join CrossFit in this place to get my life together? Is there a yoga class that comes to the Sunoco on Wednesdays? Dude, it's ridiculous. So, like, putting the calories in the fountain drinks is a lot like putting dental floss in bags of meth. It's not stopping anyone, as I'm trying to teach you. They would just try and sell that for more meth. Say, man, can I have $2 of meth? Let me use this floss for. How awkward is the floss and you have six gaps in your teeth? Give him a jump rope with some Listerine. I'll get him started off right. It's always my favorite part of a normal show because a couple people can't laugh because some of their families trying to get their shit together. Like, Derek is doing his best. Do you know how hard it is to brush seven teeth in the morning, do you? And I don't know why I'm judging either. I've always noticed that dudes without teeth smile bigger than anybody I've ever seen in my entire life. Just walking on the sidewalk, there's a dude with no teeth. He's like, good morning. Is it? How are you happier than me? Knock my teeth out and feel better about my life. Starting doing meth to get my taxes done on time. This is backwards. It's cool. My set's the only one where I think the internet went out and the four people in the five-person audience went to the bathroom. I get so much respect in this world. I'm not the halftime speech, dude. Just hang out for a little bit. Your one job is to be one of five people and eat some pizza. Like, I got to take a piss. I've heard this before. <laughs> Whatever. 
I'm off the couch. That's a big day. I got to get an energy drink just to go to the fridge now. Like, it's just, it's, it's the toughest time to be sober, too. It has got to be. Like, I feel for some people out there. Like, I already have days. I'm like, what time should I start drinking? Now I'm like, I guess just when I wake up. Let's do it. It's always brunch in Charlotte now. <laughs> Mimosas are fine. man bourbon, and orange juice. That's what I call them. It's weird, though. It's a weird time with drugs, all this weird stuff. Different stuff at parties now, too. Like, it's weird. Like the, with all the new edible craze, which I like it. I really like it now because they got the dosage down. I remember when they didn't have the dosage down. But now you go to parties and people aren't smart about it. Like, I was at a, a party a while back, and they were like, handing out edibles. But they're also, like, all the girls were eating fruit snacks at the same time. I'm like, you can't do that at this party. You can't just put out regular snacks that also look like drugs. That's going to be... A problem, like which, oh, like the mixed nuts have drugs in them now. Like that'd be like at a bar, there's mixed drugs with acid in there, and you're like, well, I think it was the cashew. I don't know which one it was. Am I even online? Can someone tell me if I'm not online right now? I am? Okay. There it is. But I, I'm talking, but I'm not talking. <laughs> this is, there we go. That's, am I on tape delay? I'm on tape. Just in case Todd says something crazy, let's put him on. But he's the only one on two-minute delay up here in this pitch. Now I really want to swear. I'm the only one that's on Facebook Live that's not live. Do you understand that? <laughs> this is my life. <laughs> They'll catch up in a minute. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's weird. This is like, this is the, not good for me at all. This is this whole thing. I don't know. But I'll be all right, I guess. Facebook's a weird place now, though. It is, because now everybody's on there all day, all the time, all day. Too much. Like, I can't, can someone just die without anybody making a joke about it for at least, like, two days? Like, all day today, like Kenny Rogers died. Oh, no one to fold him. Three billion times. Like, no, you got to know when to fold him. I'm so original. No, you're not, asshole. Show, you have nine followers. Show some respect. The dude's 81. He's a music icon. You got to know when to fold him, right, Jessica? Look at all these retweets. Oh, my God. We're in trouble. We're in trouble. And if, even if you do put it up there and you look up for at least six more hours and you see 30 people else that do the same thing, take it down. That's what I would do. If I just said the same thing all day long, that's not what the point of this is. I don't know. It's an interesting. Thank you so much, Caps. Let's do this. That's, what, that's the good thing about in an empty room. Somebody drops something. You're like, I'm crushing it. I am crushing it. But we don't know. I'm looking at myself yell from th 33 minutes ago. This is, I'm in the future right now. You'll catch up. It is. It's weird, though. It is. But it's just different now. It's a different for me because I, I don't look like I'm like an old soul, I guess. I'm finding out. Like, I remember you used to go out and you, and you like, put your cell phone in your back pocket, have a conversation with a stranger, watch the game, get to know each other a little bit. Now I think people would rather just show videos back and forth all night. Like, have you seen this one yet? Yeah? Okay. Oh, but have you seen this one yet? Yeah? Okay. What about the whale playing fetch? Have you seen this one? Well, you're not being any fun. I'm going to send this to Jessica. Like, you're not, I don't want to hang, your plus one shouldn't be your phone. Like, I don't want to hang out with you and your phone. Like, I don't know how people are alive right now with the stuff they're not paying attention to. Like, I hope some of you right now are sitting at home and not driving. Like, this is a beautiful sunset. We should get a panoramic. Sweetheart, you're in the middle of the highway. Get back in your car. You get hit by a semi for 13 likes. It doesn't sound like fun to me. People are, like, dying off the Grand Canyon. Like, let's take a selfie. <laughs> like, oh, God. I'm not going out like that. This is me at the Grand Canyon. That's nice. Let's get a beer and send a postcard. <laughs> Let's do it old school. 
what it is. And the food pictures, I don't know. I guess we've kind of calmed down with that now. I mean, everybody was going out to rest. There's no going out to dinner anymore. I said, we're going out. There's, you can bring dinner to you. You can make dinner, but you can't go out to dinner anymore, which means there'll be hopefully less food pictures. I remember when that craze was up. There was always, always a woman like, check out my strawberry feta wrap. Isn't this beautiful? It's never the shit when they're hammered at like 2.30 in the morning, though, is it? This spaghetti and meatball quesadilla is delicious. <laughs> Cindy, how's your tater tot wrap? Is it good? We need more wine, bitches. We need more wine. <laughs> Let's get together and play cards against humanity, which you can't. Now is not the time for that name, I don't think. All right. <laughs> we need to pull together is what I'm trying to teach you at this point. I don't know how long I've been up here yelling at people. It's really weird to yell into a camera. Like it is like I, at least I can yell at a crowd for an hour and they can see that they're like, okay, and now I'm just like on people online, like, meh, I think I'm gonna go take a shit and I'll come back in 20. <laughs> I mean, if you did it here, they're probably be doing it at home. Let's be honest. Those guys that don't have pants on right now, it's just weird. It's weird to think about. I don't know. I can't. I try not to think. If you think about things too much, you get wrapped around like in a place that you don't want to be. And we ended up there. Like, I thought this might happen, but I'm still not ready for it, so I'm a little embarrassed. Like, I had the, I had the feeling years ago that we would end up in a place like this from just yelling into a camera, I guess, trying to be funny. And I'm still, I'm the worst prepared I've ever been for in my life. I was like, oh, I'm set up nice for the next two months. Let me go talk to people for a paycheck. And now it's like, hold up, buddy. You can, you can talk to us, but you're going to have to do it online. <laughs> like, oh, God. It's not, it's not good. It's weird, though. It was like, even the, I'm not talking about the business too much or the life, but it's just I wasn't ready for it. Like, it's all about views now. You know, you get to see more videos, see more stuff. You get in front of more people. I feel like an old blockbuster VHS that didn't get rewound. Like, it just, all right, that was dumb. <laughs> Somebody, do, let me do some crowd work. There's no crowd. Okay. <laughs> I knew Todd didn't have an hour. I knew he didn't have an hour. But I do. It's fine. I feel, I feel it's definitely a different time. I'm not an, I don't have kids or a family now, but I think like part of it was good. Like they're around each other a lot right now. So my friends get to hang out with their kids more, which I think is great, you know, work from home, all that stuff. But the relationship fights are getting way dumber, at least, at least where we're at. Like it's dumb stuff that we're fighting over now. The other day we got in a fight about the difference between side boob and cleavage, which I didn't even know that was a thing, right? I saw this nice, beautiful girl. She had them pushed up like that, and it, like you could see it inside. And I was like, that's some nice side boob. She's like, no, side boob's on the outside. I was like, but isn't there two sides to the boob? Like I, breast, whatever you want to call them, whatever we're calling these. It's like, isn't there two sides to it? No, that's cleavage on the inside. I was like, this doesn't make any sense to me <laughs> at all. There's only, so you're telling me there's side boob and cleavage. So there's one, this, this argument's one-sided is what I told her. All right, never mind. <laughs> then I cried and quit comedy and I'm back, but it's fine. That's good. This seems like three hours. I don't know how you guys did this. I'm, I'm, I'm sweating my ass off in this stupid hoodie right now. I, I was like, I'm going to wear a generic hoodie for branding. Somebody gets mad at me because I'm wearing Budweiser and shit. But now I'm like, I am, gosh, I got to take a shower. <laughs> the good news is I'm selling merch after the show. So <laughs> my merch, yeah, I got three leftover toilet paper rolls in my car right now as merch that I, st <laughs> that I, st I stole from the hotel last week. But <laughs> I had to wait five days after taking the toilet paper from the hotel because my card was on file for inc incidentals. I was like, I know they're going to charge me for this shit. I know they are. <laughs> they're <laughs> they're going to charge me for this shit paper. 
I'm like, oh, really? It's three rolls isn't 40 bucks. Well, it is now, and gas is cheaper. The world is burning. What's happening? It's different now. Like, even my personality has changed in the last 10 years. It used to be that guy was like, when you'd ask me, hey, Todd, how are you doing? I was like, living the dream, man. No worries. No worries. Now I'm like, we should worry. There's plenty of shit to worry about. The viruses are airborne. The koalas are burning. What is going on? And every, everybody really got butthurt about the koalas burning, but do you don't even know anything about a koala at all? If you do some research on it, you know what they do? If they're getting attacked, they throw, they throw their, their kids, whatever you want to call it, whatever the koala kid is called, they throw that to the predator to get it away from them. They sleep 21 hours a day, and most of them have chlamydia, all right? So, <laughs> so you're telling me if a koala was trying to date your daughter, you would be like, I don't know about this guy too much. He should get his shit together and stop hugging a tree for 21 hours. Is his resume even online? Who is this guy? I don't know. <laughs> We're all sad. I'm a little, thank God, a little late. I've never been so excited in my life. I've never. <laughs> oh. This is the, this has been the weirdest month of my existence, and it's not. And. For once, I don't think it's my fault. I don't think it's my fault. I don't think that I brought this world pandemic. I'm like, ah, uh, yeah, sit this one out, universe. I have my shit together. It's your fault today. All right, man, that's enough out of me. I appreciate you guys letting me be a part of this, seriously. Yeah. Let's <laughs> bring the old man up and let him yell at us for 15 minutes. <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, I can't wait to gain 40 pounds. <laughs> All right, good stuff. No, seriously, though, uh, by the way, Comedy Zone's been there for me through thin and thinner. They've been there for me for a long time. Hef's been fantastic. <laughs> oh, I haven't had my thick portion of comedy yet, but thin and thinner works other than my gut. <laughs> no, this is great that we even get a chance to do this. It's, it's, it's cathartic for me to even get up here and do a show. I mean, I've done shows for less than this, but it's fine. Some of you are watching, but... Uh, We'll see what happens. We're just going to adjust, try and laugh, take care of each other, wash your hands, stay out of the strip club, all that good shit. But I appreciate you. You're going for a real treat. The show's not over, so hopefully you guys got another snack, some popcorn and shit for the rest of the show. Like, thank God that guy's done yelling at us. Let's bring up the next guy. <laughs> He's angry. <laughs> yeah. No, this next comic, I've, had to I've got to open for him several times. People were laughing, falling out of tables. He's one of the funniest dudes in the business on the road, crushing it. See, she's already laughing. He's not even out here yet. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together. It's my honor to introduce him. Sean Jones, everybody. There you go. Give it up for my buddy Todd, Jason, Burpee. Come on. Oh, man. I was worried. I got to come out here and... Uh, Entertain an empty club. Now I know what it feels like to be a day shift stripper. <laughs> See, a day shift stripper don't have anybody in the room with them, so they're entertaining the staff. <laughs> this is good stuff. <laughs> this is good, man. I love it, man. Look, we want y'all to donate. We just want everybody, whatever way you can donate, uh, cash app, Square, whatever, because we need the money. We don't want our credit to be affected by this. Whole, look, let me be serious. <laughs> my credit is not affected by this whole coronavirus. My, my shit been messed up for a long time. You know what I mean? Yeah, I took a look at my credit score the other day. I thought I was looking at the weather. <laughs> this shit is going to be cold as hell today. 
See, your credit score is usually three numbers, mine are two. <laughs> Got to explain it to the people at home that never been to a, a comedy club before. Now, nah, this whole thing got everybody all scared. Let me t I I'm going to tell you all something right now. Just to all the white people out there, black people aren't afraid of the coronavirus. We are not afraid of the coronavirus. Look, uh, the coronavirus getting in a black person's body is like a white person coming to a black neighborhood. <laughs> you, can, you can get in our body, but high blood pressure, diabetes, and, 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 and hypertension, we're going to rob that ass. <laughs> that coronavirus leave there with nothing in his ass, man. But it's amazing that a natural disaster can, can show you how much you can't stand your damn kids. That's for sure, man. <laughs> I tell you, man, I was like, I can't stand these bastards, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. After three days, man, I went to Walmart and I touched everything and everybody I can get my hands on. I was, I was like, quarantine my ass. <laughs> Please, now. My kids so bad, I looked, they was behind me touching everything and everybody, too, so they can go with me. Y'all ain't making this shit easy for me. I just, I mean, this whole thing, it, what, okay, I want to know, I'm talking to, to, you, to, the, to America, to everybody out there, what is the obsession with this toilet paper shit? When did that become the hot item, man, all the shit, a natural disaster, we need something to wipe our ass with. When did that become, a, I'm serious, man, you don't, man, that's like, you don't want to get caught with toilet tissue. Let me, I got pulled over by the cops coming here, I put my toilet tissue in the glove box, but I left my cocaine, my weed, and my gun on the seat. <laughs> I was like, man, I don't want to get caught with this toilet paper. <laughs> this, shit, this shit is crazy, man. But, you know, it's, it's, it's a hard time we're going through, man. There ain't nothing in the grocery store. Everybody buying up all the grocery at the store. I went to Whole Foods. They didn't call it half food because half the shit was gone. I'm telling you, man. It's, and, and I've been watching a lot of porn. That's what I've been watching since this whole disaster. Yeah, because, you know, it's nothing to do. I sit home now. It forced me to watch porn. I've been watching all kinds of porn, too. But but I tell you one thing, this, this epidemic hasn't, you know, was it pan, panademic, whatever, panorama, whatever it is. I, I still ain't watching black porn. That's all I know. I am not watching black porn. Because <laughs> those are not regular brothers in black porn. They, they should be on Discovery Channel. You ever see these brothers? <laughs> I really thought I was well endowed so I watched black porn. <laughs> yeah, I was watching the movie the other day. I had mine out already. His came on the screen. I put my dick away. I was like, man. Ain't no need to have this out. <laughs> he got his penis in surround sound. That, nah, that's not right. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, black porn, that, I don't know if y'all watch black porn, but I do not watch it. Watching black porn is like watching a horror movie. <laughs> I swear. I'm screaming at the girl like, bitch, run! The oh, it's right behind her. Run. Oh, my God, the penis is right behind Oh, she is going to die. She oh, she fell. She fell. Uh-uh, she dead. <laughs> mm -mm. I had to... I had to turn it off and turn on Bird Box. <laughs> Tell you, man. I, man, it's, it's just crazy stuff going on now, man. You, you can't go to church, even, even though I didn't go to church before this. Yeah. <laughs> but, but that's my excuse. <laughs> you know, they slick. They got church on TV and on the, on the computer now. I got a, my partner been doing that for a while. He said a long time. He said, man, I don't go to church no more. I just log on to church. I go to church.com. I said, okay, so when you die, instead of going to heaven, Jesus is going to Skype your ass. How about that? <laughs> My son, no room in heaven. Sorry, control, alt, delete. Bye-bye. 
If I if I did have to go to church, I I, I go to white church now. I, I tried black church for too long. I, I don't know white people. If y'all ever been to a black church? You are not coming home the same day. <laughs> you might go this Sunday, but you're not getting out to like August 28th or something like that. I, <laughs> I, I had I had two birthdays one Sunday at the black church. <laughs> I was like, man, can we need to go, man. I like white church. Catholic, preferably. Oh, my. You have been, oh, Catholic church is the best. Oh, they go to church 15 minutes. No, <laughs> they, they put their money in a basket, sing a couple of vows, and they are done. Yeah. They, <laughs> they sing vows. A-E-I-O-U. Sometimes why? They gone. <laughs> Get to a black church, the choir ain't even there. They got a march <laughs> from another state. I tell you, man, black church. I, I used to like black church, but we, we just don't know when to get out. I stood up one Sunday. I said, look, I don't want to know nothing else about the Bible. I'll take my chances. <laughs> you know, you go to white church. White people don't even put their cars in park at a white church. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> they don't. I was like, sir, your car is rolling down the street. He said, don't worry. We'll be out by the time it get to the stop sign. No lie, as soon as it got to the stop sign, I look all the white people in their car, all right, to Cracker Barrel. <laughs> white people, y'all know y'all go to Cracker Barrel. Don't laugh, black people, y'all go to Golden Corral. <laughs> you can't get near the chocolate fountain. The whole gospel choir stand in front of the damn chocolate fountain. I don't know what the obsession is with the chocolate fountain. We put all kinds of shit in there, too. Put your chicken in there. Get your chicken out the damn chocolate fountain. Gonna put salmonella in there. Get your ass away from the chocolate fountain. Black church, man. Black people, we gotta stop staying in church so long, man. I used to go to church with my grandma. You go with a black grandmother. Ooh, they wake you up before the sun even come up. My grandma come in the room, cut on the light, get up and pack a bag. Where we going? Church. Like for how long? Forty days and forty nights. <laughs> she beat my ass to a burning bush. I. This is the last time I went to a black church. I have to say, this is the last time I went to a black church. We was in church forever. I thought we never going to get out. We was in church so long. I looked on the wall, and Jesus got off the cross like, let's go. <laughs> okay, I think we lost five viewers on that joke right there. <laughs> black people, I ain't watching this. Control all delete. I am not watching this. I am a Christian. <laughs> go get me a Hennessy out the, the refrigerator. I am a Christian. <laughs> Nah, but you know this whole thing gives you a chance. I was joking about my kids. I was you gives you a chance to spend time with your family for real. You know, that's really a good thing. You can play with your kids and you know, I got kids, at least it's what the court told me. You know. <laughs> you know, you, you open you open that envelope, you are the father. Like, shit, I guess I guess I gotta stick with y'all now. I like I got a young, I got a little baby boy, seven years old. Cute little oh my god, I looked at him the other day. I said, I looked right in his eyes, and I said, you are starting to look like your real daddy. <laughs> 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 I'm joking. I'm joking. We don't know who he is. So, <laughs> now, nah, my son looks just like me. Oh, look, look just like me. Blonde hair, blue eyes. Oh, look just like me. I love my, all right, that, <laughs> that's a little bit too much. <laughs> now, nah, I love my son, man. You got to spend time with your kids. This is a, a great opportunity to spend time with your kids, for real. I mean, oh, so much stuff is happening. My son's school just got shot up. Yeah, well, he homeschooled. Had to let him know I wasn't no bitch. (laughs) (laughs) 
And when I say take out the trash, I mean take out the trash. I don't care if it's doing school hours. I'm your daddy and your principal. Now go in your classroom and make up your bed. <laughs> I know that some people, y'all got quiet, but that's kind of me. I don't care. Look, when you're homeschool, if you want quiet time, all you got to do is have a fire drill. I just take out my gun, shoot in the air. Pow, pow, pow. Fire drill. My son be in the driveway for three hours. I hate this school. <laughs> principal daddy is an asshole. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of sex, a lot of sex during this time. Everybody, you know, because you ain't got nothing else to do. You watch porn, you have sex, huh? Yeah, you got to have sex. But, you know, it's a lot of hours in between. So you got men, you got to be ready because the women going to be ready. Right? Right? You got you to bring the blue pill. I know out there, y'all acting like you bring the blue pill. That's a good pill. Make your stuff harder than parallel parking, boy. That's <laughs> I like the way the white girl really laughed at that joke right there. Uh, I see you after the show, Corona. <laughs> now that blue pill is something else. Oh yeah, you gotta take it. Yeah, I, I take it before anybody never taken the blue pill. Take it. That's some good stuff. But you gotta be careful. Make sure you read the instructions on how to take it. Cause I want, you know, I, I took one a while ago. I think this messed up my relationship. I took one a while ago, and uh, uh, yeah, it, it, I didn't do the right thing. I took half of a blue pill. Yeah, that wasn't right. Don't ever take half a blue pill. Never take half a blue pill. I took half a blue pill and made my stuff hard in the middle. <laughs> it is hard to have a good time with your penis hard in the middle. I <laughs> had to pour it down like it was fishing wire. <laughs> that didn't work. It's just going around like a baby head. I kept trying, and my penis was like, no means no. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, this is so inappropriate in so many levels. <laughs> All right, but yeah, oh wow, look, it was uh, three cameras and only two is working now. <laughs> my credit's so bad, they turned off the monitor. <laughs> that is bad credit right there. I'm just joking. See, that's when you got white people checking stuff. As soon as I said the joke, he went and checked it. It's working. It's a joke. I love it, man. We just got to stay together during this time, though, man. Have fun. You know, go to the store, get toilet tissue. I'm still baffled about that, man. I, it didn't worry me. I was like, I don't care about no toilet tissue. They said they had a wet wipes, too. Wet wipe. It's a disaster going on. When, you, when you're a certain age, you don't care about toilet tissue. You care about wet wipes because you're over 40. Your ass had been through enough. Now it's trying to treat it with some tender loving care. <laughs> uh, wiping your ass with regular toilet tissue over four is like right, wiping your butt with an angry man. This, ah. <laughs> There's a little sunshine, like wiping your butt with a Care Bear when you use wet wipes. I don't know, man. I'm getting older now, man, and I'm, you know, I, I, I'm now, and I'm in. I'm at this point now. Where I just want to. I want. I want an older woman now. See, older men, you get to a certain age, they man want to want a twenty-year-old woman. I don't want. I want a woman with a slip. That's what I want. <laughs> See, young women, a slip is what the older women wear under their dress to keep their poo-poo from getting the flu. <laughs> I like older women. See, older women they ain't like the young women because all young women want to do is make love. That's all they want to do. Let's do it. Let's have sex. I'm over 40. I'm like, let's take a nap. Lay your butt down and go to sleep. 
It is nap time for Papa. Lay your butt down and go to sleep. Nobody want to have sex because they want to have sex too many times and stuff. One, three and four times in one night. There's no reason to make love three and four times in one night because after two times, there's nothing left. <laughs> I said, we can do it again, but nothing going to come out this time but a white flag that said, pow, that's it. Ain't no <laughs> you can squeeze that bad boy like a ketchup pack. There is nothing left. <laughs> you ever try to squeeze a little bit of ketchup out the pack? You got to squeeze it tight. After two times, my stuff just going to cough at you. <laughs> my last girl, it got so bad when she came in the bedroom, I played sleep. Like, oh, shit, here she comes. Jesus Christ. And she right by the bed. Take her right now, baby Jesus. <laughs> she tried to touch me. I am on my period, okay? I am on my period. But this is a good cause, man. And I, hey, hey we, have a, we having a good time even though we don't have an audience, right? Look. The funny part is my career has been practicing social distance for a very long time. <laughs> I've always done shows in front of 11 people. So, so <laughs> and one thing I got to do before I leave tonight, I got to take a picture of the, of the few people that's here. So when child support said, where's your check? Look at this shit. Do you think I can pay? Wasn't nobody there. <laughs> but this is fun, man. Like, I know it's, it was hard to entertain with no audience, man, but let me tell you something. This is so great for us to be a part of such an event. You know why? Because everybody's trying to figure out what their next move is, man, and we still, you know, we are professionals. We got to go on stage and perform at any given moment in any kind of circumstance, so tonight is no different, man, and we hope that people that, that tuned in were entertained, we, you know, they were happy with what they saw, man, because this is not just the last one we're going to do. We're going to do this continuously. That's right. Right, right. So donate because if you don't give us any money, uh, we're going to rob your damn house. That's <laughs> yeah, look at <laughs> You say, I ain't, I ain't going to have a gun. I just got a bad cough. <laughs> give me that TV. <laughs> your ass in trouble. But nah, man, this has been a very good cause, man. I want to say to the Comedy Zone, we appreciate you for thinking about us. Because see, this is the thing, man. It's so hard. To, it's so easy to just pay attention to your loved ones at a time like this. You know what I mean? But Hef over at the Comedy Zone and his whole staff thought so much about the workers and the comedians and the producers and all that, the sound guys, that they said, you know what, we got to do something for these guys. So I really, truly appreciate them for that so much, man. And I appreciate being a part of this. Ooh, look, I got another 30 minutes to go. So y'all, <laughs> nah, that's a lie because the brothers don't do overtime. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, y'all, the boss ain't looking. I'm getting off five minutes early. That's black people right there. We will, we will clock out early. <laughs> your supervisor's like, I'm leaving. I'll see you on Monday. But shit, I'm right behind your ass. <laughs> mm, clock me out. <laughs> But this has been good, man. Keep on praying for everybody out here, man. We need laughter in our communities, man. Don't get caught up on everything that's going on in the news and all this stuff that you can't control. Just enjoy life. Live life happily. You know, be a good person. You ain't got nothing to worry about, man. I appreciate it once again, man. And I uh, hope you guys have been entertained. Thank you so much. I'm Sean Jones, man. And uh, uh, see y'all at the grocery store with toilet tissue, wet wipes. and uh <laughs> Thank you, y'all. Good job, Sean. Good job.
No, but seriously, give it up for everybody, man. Sean Jones, Jason Allen King, Todd Riley, myself. Um, thank y'all. Thank the, how many? Because we said ain't no more than 10. Okay, all right, y'all good. <laughs> Thanks uh, for the eight of y'all for being here, for the thousands that looked online. Appreciate y'all. This is a great thing. Make sure y'all keep donating, man. Keep going to the GoFundMe page. Go everywhere. Donate. Thank y'all. Follow everybody. What's y'all's um, social media and stuff? Mine is at I am Burpee, B-U-R-P-I-E, all one word. King Jason Allen, K-I-N-G Jason Allen, A-L-L-E-N. Comic Comic Sean Jones, S-H-A-U-N Jones. Comedy Todd, two Ds, right? Comedy Todd, T-O-D-D. What <laughs> two what? All right, that's it. We can do this shit all night. Nobody's here, guys. The owner opened up the doors. We can stay here for long. Right, Hef? <laughs> this is where we quarantine. All right, y'all. We out of here, man. Appreciate y'all. Huh? Don't get up. Okay, we got more people coming. This is a... I'm going to go ahead and get the fuck on. I'm oh, sorry. I didn't mean to cuss. Can I cuss? <laughs> sorry. We grown. It's 18 and up. Hey, Sean. Hey, we can't end this evening without bringing the man to the stage that made this happen. So we're going to bring my man up here. I've known this dude for 26 years, man. He, uh, he gave me a start 26 years ago, man. He's still out here kicking strong. Hef, come on to the stage, man. Social distance. Social distance. Social distance. We're going to let him... Come to the stage with some mists. <laughs> there you go, brother. Woo! Social distance. It's our first night. We had a great night. I hope everybody out there had a great time. Please donate. Please tell your friends. If you don't want to donate, that's fine. Just continue to watch our shows. If you don't donate, that's on your conscience. There's a lot of people that will... <laughs> But I am so thankful for the comedians tonight. I'm th so thankful for our staff. Um, again, we will be programming these shows two to three times a week. Family shows, stand-up shows, improv shows, uh, uh, celebrity guests, you name it. Keep in touch with us and find a way to break this monotony of CNN and everything else. And help come have a laugh with us. That's all I'm asking. <laughs>